0: We are in the middle of this series called Jesus in His Own Words. And uh, the, the big idea for the series has been that there's a lot of different opinions about who Jesus is. And so uh, how's the best way to get to know somebody? is not through second hand, right? It, it, the best way to get to know somebody is by letting them speak for themselves. And uh, and so we've been doing that the last couple weeks. And, and for the next five weeks, we're going to be looking at what Jesus has to say. And what we've seen so far is that Jesus says, I am, and then he uses some metaphor to describe himself. So, so two weeks ago we saw Jesus say, I am the light of the world. Last week we saw Jesus say, I am the bread of life. In the next couple of weeks we're going to see Jesus say, I am the vine, you are the branches, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the resurrection and the life. Today, Jesus uses the most personal out of all of them. He says, I am the good shepherd. Are you feeling the personal personal connection to you right now? If you were to say, if Jesus were to fill in that blank for you, if in your mind you said, Jesus would probably say, for the most personal connection I have, what would it be? I am your spouse. I am your best friend. I am your counselor. I am your parents. These are the personal relationships that we have, right? We don't have a relationship with a shepherd. It makes no sense to us. Especially since we live in America where the majority of us have grown up in either a city or a suburb where sheep really aren't around. We have never been a shepherd, so we don't understand it. Uh, When we talk about sheep, what do we think of? We think of counting sheep. Uh, We think of... Sheep being soft and cuddly animals that we get to see at the petting zoo. Uh, Or we think of the Serta commercials where the the talking sheep uh, talk about how soft the beds are, right? This is what we think of sheep. And so in order to understand what Jesus is talking about when he says, I am the good shepherd, we really have to start by thinking and discussing what sheep are and what the relationship to the shepherd is. Then we can start to make some sense as to what this is all about. So, what do we know about sheep? Are sheep intelligent animals? No. no. You are right. Sheep are not intelligent animals. What do sheep tend to do? They tend to wander. They follow something or, or someone. They wander and they get lost and they have absolutely no instinct to return home. You can let a, a cat outside. You can let some dogs outside and they'll find their way back home. A sheep, they will get lost... They will wander, they'll get lost, and they have absolutely no way of getting back home. They just keep moving forward. In fact, the the New Testament is written in Greek, and the Greek word for sheep is probata, which means a forward-moving thing. It never returns home. It just keeps moving forward and forward and forward, not having any idea where it's going. The other thing sheep do is they will follow to the point of harm. Uh, since we're talking about sheep and shepherds today, I started reading articles on, on sheep and I just Googled sheep and, and harm and follow. and uh, An article came up from 2005 uh, and here was the headline for the article. Turkish sheep die in mass jump. Uh, and then the first line of the article, Turkish shepherds watched in horror as hundreds of their sheep followed each other over a cliff. Shepherds in Turkey were... Neglecting their sheep. They took a breakfast break and they weren't watching the sheep. And what happened? One wandered away, followed by another and another. And the first one literally just kept walking, moving forward until it fell off of the cliff, fell 50 feet, and died. Followed by 400 other sheep that fell off the edge and died. But here's the thing 1,100 sheep after that walked off the edge and died. They just happened to fall on the Serda bed of dead sheep and lived. 1,500 sheep followed one off of a cliff and 400 of them died. This is what sheep do. They listen and follow and sometimes they follow to their harm. And this is your first point today. Sheep will listen and follow someone. This is what sheep do. They listen and follow. Sometimes to their harm, sometimes they just listen and follow until they're lost. And now we're starting to see why the shepherd is so important, right? Because what does a shepherd do for the sheep? The shepherd guards the sheep. The shepherd protects the sheep. The shepherd guides them so that they don't walk off a cliff. The shepherd provides green pastures for them so they have food and they don't eat the poisonous plant that uh, sheep will eat because they eat anything. A sheep, or shepherd leads the sheep by quiet waters so that they drink, provides protection for them, provides the uh, shade for them. This is what shepherds do. And if they're not listening to the shepherd, they will listen and follow someone or something else. And maybe now we're starting to understand why Jesus calls us sheep. Because all of us look to listen and follow someone. I don't care who you are, even the most independent people look to listen and follow people. They look for advice. They look for guidance. They look for direction in life. Don't believe me? When you have a big decision to make, what do you do? (coughs) You talk through it with somebody. You reach out to somebody. You look for guidance. When you're stuck in life, you look for help When we need advice and guidance, we look to other people because we look to listen and follow. And sometimes when we reach out to other people, their advice is good, right? It leads us to to green pastures and, and things like that. But sometimes it leads us to harm. How many people in high school, college, after college, later on in life... They get caught up in the wrong crowd, they listen to bad advice, and they fall off the, per- the metaphorical cliff and they end up in a bad place in life. Why does that happen? Because they've listened to bad shepherding. And so this morning, Jesus says He wants to be your good shepherd. If you are looking for direction in life, If you are looking for uh, and trying to answer the question, where am I supposed to go? Because I just feel like I'm moving forward. If you're wondering, how do I come back to God? If you're wondering, how do I get to green pastures and content? If if you're wondering, where do I go next? Jesus says, "I am your good shepherd. Listen and follow me." Not only does Jesus want to be your good shepherd, but He's the one who's most qualified. And that's what he's going to talk about today. He's, he's the one who is the most qualified and the only one who's in it for the long haul. And so to do this, to look at our good shepherd, we're turning to John chapter 10 where Jesus is addressing the crowd and he talks about this shepherd-sheep relationship. Now, Jesus didn't have to get into all those details about sheep and shepherd because the Jewish people, this is what they did. They shepherd sheep. And so Jesus just gets right into it. And here's what he says in John chapter 10. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks and the flock scatter, uh, then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. He's not a hired hand. He's the good shepherd who loves you so much that he died for you. That's what he says in that opening line. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Your good shepherd died for you. What do we say was a characteristic of a sheep? It wanders, right? Listens and follows and wanders away from the flock. Think of how frustrating that must be for a shepherd. Here, the shepherd has worked to find green pastures. Here, the shepherd has has worked and looked to find where there's no poisonous plants, where there's a stream where they can drink from, where there's enough shade but also enough sunlight uh, so that the sheep is content and has everything it needs. And then all of a sudden, the sheep decides that it doesn't want to be here anymore and wanders away. And now, here's the shepherd. The rest of the flock is here, content, and now he's got to get up and walk to go get this other sheep, to go find it, because it wandered off because it wasn't content where it was at. If you were that shepherd, how many times do you think it would take for one sheep to wander uh, away? How many times would it take for that sheep to wander away before you just let it go? Two, three, five times? Eventually, I think we would get to the point where we say, look, I'm done chasing you. I'm done going after you. I'm done putting my life on the line for you. I've got other sheep who want to listen to me, who are content here. Go. I'm done with this. Be a mid-afternoon snack for the wolf. (laughs) That's fine. God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, in the green pastures of the Garden of Eden where it was completely perfect where they had all the fruit that they wanted, where they had the streams of living water running right next to them, where there was enough shade but enough sunlight, where it was completely perfect. And yet, what did Adam and Eve do? They wandered away from God, and they sinned. And ever since Adam and Eve sinned in the beginning, humans are prone to wander. We are prone to wander. Jesus spends his time, his, our good shepherd spends his time leading us to the green pastures, bringing us to good things in life, bringing us to where we need to be. And, and he, he provides for us and he takes care of us. And then we're there and we say, but I want what's over there. This green pasture is good, but I want the green pastures over there. And so we wander away from the good shepherd. We lust after things that the, the Good Shepherd hasn't given us. We, we start to lose trust in the Good Shepherd and in his voice. And so we decide, you know what, maybe this Good Shepherd doesn't really know what's best for me. This Good Shepherd isn't giving me what I want, and, but those voices are promising me that they can lead me to where I want to go, and so I'm going to follow them. And we wander away from the Good Shepherd. And what happens? We end up losing direction. We end up out in the wilderness, we don't know how to get back, we don't know where we're going, we just move forward. And what do you think the good shepherd ought to do? Leave us to the wolf of Satan himself, right? But he doesn't. He continues to come after us time and time and time and time again. And did you notice what Jesus says? Not only does he come after us, he lays down his life for the sheep. He lays down his life for the sheep. In the the Greek, in the original, the word for for, that's translated for in the English, is hippere. It means in the place of, on behalf of. And so we wander away from God And what do we deserve? We deserve the the wolf to attack us, Satan himself to take us over, and yet Jesus says, I'm going to lay my life down in your place. You deserve it, but I'm going to die so that you can go back to the green pastures of God. Jesus laid down his life for us. Why? Because he's not a hired hand. He's not someone who's getting paid to look after you. He's not someone getting paid to watch over you, protect you, guide you, lead you. He loves you. You are His. And so He willingly lays down His life for you and for me. He's not a hired hand. He is your good shepherd. And because He's not a hired hand, He stays with you. He stays with you. Notice what he says here. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. What shepherds would do, and, and they still do, is uh, they hire somebody to watch the sheep every once in a while. They need, shepherds need sleep. They need to eat. And so they would hire somebody to watch the sheep for just a few hours while they do you know, eat, sleep, and refresh themselves. If a storm pops up in that time, a bad storm, if, if the wolves come to attack the flock, guess what the hired hand does? They say, not my sheep, not my problem, and they run away. Because they don't care. They're just in it for the money. And maybe you've experienced that before in your life. Maybe you've had storms pop up in your life, whether it be financial, whether it be family drama, whether it be health problems, and, and you, you turn to somebody that you rely on, and in, 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 in you look to them, and they're gone. They just aren't there anymore. Maybe you've done that to somebody else. Maybe storms have come up in somebody else's life and, and, or the wolf is getting ready to attack and, and pressing down on them and, and so you turn to them for, or they turn to you for help and you're gone. I've been here three and a half years and I know, I know that I've done that to some of you. How do I know it? Because we've talked about it. And I know that for many others of you, we haven't talked about it, but I have let you down. That you've been in a moment of crisis, and I wasn't there for you. Why? Because I'm a sheep as well. I'm a sheep that wanders. I'm a sheep that, that sins just like you. But the good shepherd says, I will never leave you. Jesus says, the hired hand leaves, but I will never leave you. Why? Because He's not in it for the money. He's in it for you because He loves you. And so no matter what you're going through, no matter where, what storm pops up, whether it be health, whether it be financial, whether it be relationships, uh, no matter if Satan is coming to attack you and you feel the pressure all around you, the Good Shepherd says, I am with you. Even when death starts to creep in, Jesus says, I am with you. I am with you through the darkest valley. And our good shepherd has walked through every situation in life and he has conquered them all. Jesus has even walked through death and came out as he rose from the grave and he came out, walked straight through death and he's now enjoying life. And he says, no matter where you go, I am your good shepherd and I'm never going to leave you. I am with you always. Because I'm not a hired hand. Because He loves you. And now maybe you're saying, Pastor, this sounds great. I want Jesus to be that shepherd for me. But if Jesus really knew who I was, if Jesus really knew how prone to wandering I am, if Jesus really knew how far away I have wandered, if Jesus knew just how far I've gone and how far I am away, He wouldn't want to be my shepherd. He wouldn't come after me. He wouldn't want me to be His sheep. I've gone too far. Here's what Jesus says. If that's what you're thinking, here's what Jesus says. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Your good shepherd knows you. If I were to ask you who knows you best, who would you say? Is it your spouse? The person that you share your home with? Share your bed with? Share your bank account with? You share a family with? Is that the person who knows you best? Is it your parents? Your parents know you best? They change your diapers? Change your sheets when you pee them and wash them in the middle of the night? Uh, they bought you clothes just to hear you complain about the clothes because it's not the style you wanted? Uh, is it your parents who, who know what foods you like and what foods you don't like? Is it your best friend? The one you call when you have a funny story to tell? The friend that you call and do life with? The, the friend that, that y- you open your heart and tell everything to? But how well do they actually know you? Have you shared your darkest secrets with them? Have they seen how far you've wandered? Have they seen the thoughts that have crossed your heart and your mind? The bitterness that you let in your heart? Have they seen the thoughts that you've had about them when you're upset with them? Jesus says, I am your good shepherd. And He says, I know you. How well? He knows you just like the Father knows Him and He knows the Father. How well is that? There is complete transparency between God the Father and God the Son. They know absolutely everything about each other. And so guess what that means about you? Jesus knows everything about you. He has seen where you've gone. He has seen where you've wandered. He sees what direction you're taking in life. He sees where you've gotten lost. He sees everything. Everything. And notice what he says. I know it all, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus knows everything about you. He knows just how far you've wandered, and he says, I don't care, I love you enough that I'm laying down my life for you. Why? So that you are forgiven. And because he knows you so well, guess what that means? He knows exactly what you need in life. He knows exactly where you need to go in life. He knows exactly what is best in every situation for you. And he says, I want to be your good shepherd. Follow me. Listen to my voice and follow me. If you're looking for direction, if you're looking for guidance, if you're looking for where you are to go, what you're supposed to be doing, listen and follow the good shepherd's voice. He's the only one who loves you enough to lay down his life for you. He's the only one who loves you enough to stay with you no matter what problems come up. He's the only one who knows you 100% completely, knows what you need, knows what you've done, and still loves you enough to lay down his life and die for you. So, your last point today. Listen and follow the Good Shepherd. I don't know where you're at in life right now, Maybe you're at a point where you're wandering and you're you're actively wandering away from the pen. If that's the case, listen to the Good Shepherd calling you. Because where you're going, you're just moving forward and you're moving farther and farther away from where you ultimately want to be. The Good Shepherd says, listen, follow my voice, turn around. If you are actively looking to come back, You've been away, you've wandered, and you want to turn around, but you don't know how because what are we? We're forward-moving things. We're sheep. If that describes you, listen to the Good Shepherd's voice. (laughs) Listen to the Good Shepherd's voice. He is calling you. He wants you to follow Him. And He will lead you to the green pastures. He will guide you. He He will give you direction. He will show you where to go. If you are currently following the Good Shepherd's voice, Continue to do so. Know that there's no other voice to follow. There's no one else to lead you. Everyone else will lead you into the wilderness to wander and get lost. Jesus is the only good shepherd who knows you, loves you, died for you, and will stay with you and give you the direction to the green pastures of eternal life. So listen and follow His voice. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for being our good shepherd. Uh, You know us 100% completely. Uh, There's nothing that you don't know about us, and yet you loved us enough to uh, die for us, to lay down your life for us in our place, to uh, stay with us no matter what comes up, uh, and to uh, know us and know what we need. And so we thank you for everything that you've done for us. Uh, continue to watch over us and guard and protect us. Uh, Keep us from wandering away from You. Uh, Instead, help us to realize that You are the voice we want to follow and and we find Your voice in Your Word. Be with us. Continue to keep us content in Your sheep pen and uh, never let us wander from You. In Your name we pray. Amen.